Hello, everyone. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are so glad to have you with us once again to our Abundant Life Family Church online broadcast. I'm Pastor Monty. This is Pastor Don. And uh, we believe that the Lord has an important message for you today once again. And we're going to get right into the Holy Scriptures in just a moment. If this is your first time tuning in today, we do welcome you to the broadcast. And uh, we trust that the Word of God is going to be a great blessing to you today. Hallelujah. Before we go further, and at this time, if you don't already have your Bible with you, please get that because we're going to look right into the precious word. But we want to thank all of our uh, church family and friends helping us uh, with your tithes and offerings uh, to help us to do what we do for the kingdom of God, mm -hmm. because we couldn't do it without you. And uh, we're so thankful for your uh, faithfulness and praying for us and helping us as we in these last days endeavor to reach the harvest fields. For the Lord Jesus Christ. He is coming soon. Yes. Amen. Amen. So uh, let's uh, have a word of prayer as we get right into the message for today. Yes. Father God, we do thank you and praise you. We thank you. You're mm -hmm. so faithful and so good. And Lord, help us today supernaturally. Lord, uh, quicken our spirits. Enlighten any darkness by the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. uh, he is the great teacher. And we ask you today to flow through us once again, Holy Spirit, and uh, open the eyes of our understanding and help us to be fed with manna from on high. And we thank you once again for every need met. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, if you have your Bibles, I want you to turn again uh, to 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians, and uh, you can open up right to chapter 12 today. Uh, last week, uh, we were sharing along the lines of several things here. On We've been talking about the gifts of the Spirit and uh, growing up in God's love and what that actually looks like and means from the Word of God. And uh, we as believers, we're all on our own journey uh, with the help of the Lord. We're at different places in our walk with the Lord. So it's important for us uh, not to be judgmental and understand that uh, everybody has different reference points in their individual walk with the Lord. And uh, it takes time for all of us to grow in the things of God and and none of us are going to fully arrive this side of heaven, even if we've walked with the Lord for 60 years. Mm -hmm. So it's important for us to always keep a humble attitude and heart uh, about serving God and serving others and realize we're all on a journey. And uh, that's yes. to be more like Jesus. Amen. Amen. So uh, as we look further today in 1 Corinthians 12, last week, just to cap and review for just a moment, we talked about the importance of how the church at Corinth and it's apropos for us today, how that uh, they were a very young church. They were a zealous church. Uh, Paul said there in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 that they came behind a no good gift. Mm -hmm. And uh, in the manifestations of the Spirit, that is, as we're going to read about here in uh, chapter 12 in just a moment. But yet, uh, even though they operated in the gifts of the Spirit, the manifestations, uh, Paul uh, brought some further understanding and enlightenment to them that uh, that he wanted to talk to them and show them more things, but they weren't at the point in their spiritual maturity to be able to handle it because they were mm -hmm. obviously, from what he said, they were in envy, strife, and divisions, and uh, I'm of this one, I'm of that one, and and uh, it's important for us to be of Jesus. <laughs> That's the important thing. And uh, thank God for mentors in the faith, uh, and, and that's a good thing to have. Uh, Paul mentored Timothy, and, mm -hmm. and it's important for us to mentor the younger generation and obviously receive from those that uh, uh, went before us and our predecessors. 
So uh, we can be greatly encouraged about that. But uh, we all have a race. We all have an assignment. And uh, the bottom line in everything that, that we're doing for the kingdom of God individually as Christians and then corporately as a local church and wherever you may be in your local church is we want to see people get saved. Yes. And the manifestations of the spirit are God's harvest equipment uh, to get people's attention and to show the love of God that Jesus has been raised from the dead and mm -hmm. to tell people the good news that salvation comes by and through the Lord Jesus Christ, okay? So this church at Corinth, uh, they were a very young church. They were very yielded in their uh, uh, operating the gifts of the Spirit, but yet there was carnality, and Paul wanted them to grow further. And no matter how far, again, we've grown in the things of God, there's always room to grow further, mm -hmm. okay? Amen. And it starts with always being teachable and humble, all right? Mm -hmm. But uh, let's look at chapter 12 here. Uh, 1 Corinthians 12, and starting in verse 1, it says, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles carried away unto these dumb idols, even as you were led. Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calleth Jesus accursed, and that no man can say that Jesus is the Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. Now, there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are differences of administrations, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. But, verse 7, the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. Mm -hmm. And so all you have to do as a believer in the New Testament is look at uh, the last words of Jesus when he was here on earth before he went to heaven in Mark 16, and you can see that he brought out the fact that certain things were going to happen and accompany those that believed, all right? And there's five things that are listed there. So we won't go back into that today. We've, we've shared on that a little bit in times before. But suffice to say that uh, God wants to reveal his supernatural ability and presence and that he is real mm -hmm. to the world around us. And part of that's going to come through the manifestations of the gifts. That's exactly right. When, when Paul's talking about here in chapter 12, the very first thing I know, you know, this is what this is what I realized here when he was saying, I would not have you be ignorant. Mm -hmm. I would not have you ignorant. So right there, it lets you know that, and that's with all of us, you can't act on something you don't know about. Mm -hmm. You can't walk in something you don't know about. And, and I'm so appreciative of these different mentors here in the Word of God these different disciples, apostles, different ones that were, as they were moved by the Holy Ghost to write to us these things for us to come into the knowledge of the truth so we can act upon them. Right. And it's all, like you said, honey, you know, we get born again, but God doesn't want us to just stay on milk the rest of our lives. He wants us to grow up in the things of God. Mm -hmm. And the growing up takes place on the inside. We know we grow up naturally on the outside, but a person may not naturally grow up on the inside. Mm -hmm. And the way we grow up on the inside is we we get filled with the word of God. It grows us up. Mm -hmm. and we get into we and come we into the knowledge and we act upon it. So it's not just hearing exactly. it, it's doing it. Mm -hmm. It's receiving it. It's acting upon it. And mm -hmm. faith without works is dead. But I right. really like what Paul says here. I would not have you ignorant. So right there, 
we know it's not the will of the Father for us to stay in, in the dark about things. Right. So when we come into the knowledge of these things, then we mm-hmm. do have a choice. Are we going to act on these things? Or are we going to let them just be words that we hear and we don't, you know, receive them and then act upon them? But um, because, again, you know, you think about it. It's, I know it's, it's, it's simple, but if you don't know about something, you can't act upon it. So, so there's, true. A, there's so many people out there, so many dear, beloved uh, Christians and believers, they don't know. There's a lot of things they just don't know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we can hold people up to a standard and say, well, how come they're not doing this? Or how come they're not doing that? And, you know, out of the abundance of our heart, our mouth speaks. We can locate people by what they're saying. Mm-hmm. But maybe they just don't know. Yes. They need to be taught. And that's why the Word of God is our roadmap as a, as a Christian. And it's so important, especially studying the New Testament, because thank God for the Old Testament. We need that. Yes. I'm, I'm not minimizing that. But as New Testament believers being born again by the spirit of the living God, we yes. uh, need to read the things that were written to us, yes. which is the epistles in the New Testament. Amen. And I want to add just a few more scriptures here, honey, before you continue on. Okay. But it says here in Romans 10, verse 14, how then... Right there, it's it's preceded by verse 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Okay, Mm -hmm. so praise God, we're saved. But then there comes a point we need to grow in the things of God, right? Verse 14 says, how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? Mm -hmm. And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? So you see this beautiful, you know, chronological sequence of things that need to take place. And then right. it says, as it is written, how be- how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of, gro- of good things. But they have not all obeyed the, the gospel. For Isaiah saith, Lord, who hath believed our report? So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing, hearing by the, by word, the of word of God. God. So yeah. that's the whole essence of a Christian's life is hearing the word of God so we can grow thereby. Amen. Jesus said in uh, in uh, Matthew 7, at the very end, after we heard that beautiful masterpiece of the Sermon on the Mount mm-hmm. in Matthew 5, 6, and 7, he said, he who, he who hears my sayings and does them, I'm going to liken unto a wise man that built his house on the rock, right? Amen. And the foolish man uh, heard the sayings but didn't build his house there. So the first part of growing is hearing. The second aspect of really uh, growing is putting the things we've already heard into practice. So you need both of those to grow. Yes. And that's why Paul here is enumerating these things in 1 Corinthians about the church. He's, he's encouraging them and uh, endeavoring to strengthen them uh, because he started that church. But he's also admonishing them about things that will... Uh, snag them or hold them back. And as Christians, we should make our main focus as we're walking out our Christian experience is to uh, really glorify the Lord Jesus in the highest way possible by our life, our lifestyle, our interaction with other people. So people know us and uh, there's a depth to us Mm -hmm. as we walk with God. And we're not just, you know, somebody that is viewed as somebody up in the clouds. Thank God for spiritual experiences. But we should, as one person said, you know, it's okay to, you know, uh, be up all up in the clouds spiritually, but make sure when you come down, you can walk on your own two feet, right? In the natural. So it's the spiritual and the natural, okay? So Paul was bringing these things out. 
So these manifestations are so important for us to uh, know, as honey, you just brought out about not being ignorant about it. And there's a, a lot of people that they don't even know that they're still around today. But what these manifestations do is they're part of the harvest equipment to bring in the lost in these last days. Mm -hmm. But they also testify that Jesus has been erased from the dead. That's right. Okay. And he's at the right hand of the father now. Mm -hmm. So whenever we operate in the manifestations of the spirit, uh, we, we're, we're testifying to the fact that there is a supernatural God who is a supernatural savior mm -hmm. and he loves people and uh, he wants to display his mighty glory in these last days. That's and right. uh, we're, we're, the good news is, is we all get to be a part of that and uh, as yielded vessels. But yeah. first of all, we have to have knowledge about it and not be ignorant about it. Right. So, yes. OK, let's read on here. Uh, it says, as we uh, jump down here uh, to verse uh, 11. Uh, from verse seven, the manifestation of the spirits given to every man to profit with all that uh, in verse 11, it says, but all these worketh that one and the selfsame spirit dividing to every man severally as he wills. All right. Now, if you go back then and look a little bit further and look in your Bibles there, as we look here in first Corinthians 12, look at this. Now, the, he enumerates what these gifts are. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, Look what it says here in verse eight. It says, for to one is given by the spirit, the word of wisdom to another, the word of knowledge by the same spirit to another faith or that special faith mm -hmm. uh, by the same spirit to another, the gifts of healing by the same spirit to another, the working of miracles to another prophecy to another discerning of spirits to another, the diverse kinds of tongues to another, the interpretation of tongues. But all these worketh again, we just read this. But all these worketh that one and the selfsame spirit, dividing to every man severally as he will. Then in verse 12, he goes on to explain the, the different body parts, mm -hmm. okay? And how the functionality of them all come together to make up the sum of the whole body. So the eye can't say to the hand or the foot or any other body part that I have no need of you. And you can right. read about that. We won't take time today, but God is, it uses us to his glory. Mm -hmm. Okay. He doesn't use us in a bad way. And what, again, what is it? It's to reach people around us and to bring edification to the body of Christ. Right. That's right. So now as we look at this, let's, let's notice something particular. Chapter 12 talks about the manifestations and then how the members of the body flow one with another. And then he goes on towards the latter part of the chapter to talk about how God has, has set some in the church, firstly apostles, secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers. Mm -hmm. After that, miracles, then gifts of healings, yes. helps, governments, diversities of tongues. Verse 28. All, yes, 1 Corinthians 12, 28. And all of these are supernatural. Mm -hmm. Did you know that the helps ministry, the ministry of helps, is just as much supernatural in the anointing that comes on a person to serve in as a functional body part mm -hmm. as any is the mighty apostle? or prophet, or right. any of these other That's manifestations, right. because they're all, they have a supernatural endowment by the yes. Spirit of God. Yes. That's why serving God is, is so wonderful and beautiful, because we as believers get to, because God's living on the inside of us and resident, now as we yield to him and get in our place in these last days, we can be uh, 
to the utmost degree yielded to him, mm-hmm. sensitive to him, and be a blessing to humanity. Amen. And that That's is right. really right. the high life of the Christian experience. Mm-hmm. Besides just, you know, well, I get my needs met, like God answers my prayers. But remember, we as Christians are called to, to minister to other people. Mm-hmm. We're called to serve other people. Because yes, the greatest in the kingdom of God is the servant of all, the Lord Jesus said. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now, so chapter 12 ends up, and I wanted to get to this 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 part. Let's just read the last three verses there. Are all apostles, verse 29, are all prophets? And the answer to those first two questions is no. Are all teachers? No. Are all workers of miracles? No. Have all the gifts of healing? No. Do all speak with tongues? No. Do all interpret? No. And by the way, this is, there's, 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 there's diversities of operations of tongues. So this is not talking about the tongue that, that comes with the initial evidence of being filled with the spirit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just that's important to make a distinction there. There's, there's a ministry of tongues yes. with interpretation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Same spirit, but it's a different flow. All right. Mm-hmm. We, we don't have time to elaborate on that right now, mm-hmm. but I want you to notice verse 13. It says, but covet earnestly. 31. The best gifts, verse 31, and yet show I unto you a more excellent way. Mm-hmm. What is that more excellent way? Mm. What is that excellent way, more excellent way? Well, he said to covet earnestly the best gifts. First of all, what's the best gifts? Well, whatever's the, needed at the time. Whatever's needed at the moment, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Whatever's needed at the moment. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you need if you need uh, healing, then gifts of healing is better yes. than uh, so one of the other gifts that is not going to bring forth healing necessarily. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but here's how he ends that chapter up. He said, covet earnestly the best gifts. So we, yes. we, this is a good coveting, by the way, this is not a evil coveting because That's we right. hear That's don't right. cover your neighbor's stuff or your yeah. neighbor's wife or yes. things like that. Yes. Uh, this is a good coveting. That means we ought to, when we, when we gather together as, as believers, we ought to, we ought to expect the Lord to move Yes. in the midst of us and the manifestations of the spirit to happen. Mm-hmm. Yes. And as God wills, yes. we can't turn them on and turn them off. And, yes. But, but we can yes. sure yield to them. And he will use you. He will use you. And you think, well, you know, I just, I just expect these, you know, to, uh, these things of the God of the Lord that he's promised us just to follow us, fall on us like ripe cherries off of a, of a tree. But it's not, but right here, Paul is admonishing us to covet earnestly. And ask the Lord, Lord, use me for your glory. And I want to be able to flow in these gifts as you will. See, a lot mm-hmm. of times people lay hold and maybe somebody might flow in those things more. Maybe the manifestations mm-hmm. might flow through their life and their ministry more so than others. They're given to that more. They're just used mm-hmm. in that way more. I mean, mm-hmm. I can say that about myself and, and Pastor Monty can probably say that about himself as well. And yet I want to be able to flow in all of them as the Lord wills and whatever's needed at the moment. And there's a step of faith. And yet when I see this from the word of God, oh, this belongs to me and I can walk in this. Lord, use me in this area and then lay hold on that and press in for that and thank the Lord. You know, thank you, Father God, whether it's in a corporate setting or one by one or on my daily walk or daily, you know, just going out in the highways and the byways. Father, I thank you for using Mm -hmm. because he'll show you he'll quicken you. A lot of times you don't even realize you're flowing in these things because we don't go around saying, oh, I flowed in this gift. Or you label it or title it 
but you'd be surprised at how often you really are used in these gifts and don't yeah. even realize it. And especially when, you, when you're sharing your testimony, your personal yes. testimony about the Lord, how he saved you, delivered you, healed you. Mm-hmm. Uh, that never grows old. And when you share That's that, right. uh, the scripture says in the book of Revelation that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Mm-hmm. The testimony of Jesus. So whenever you are sharing your testimony and you just you revisit by the anointing on your life, that experience, and maybe you, you got saved 30 years ago or 40 years ago or whatever, you revisit and you relive at that instant the very yes. thing that happened on that day you got born again. And, and as you tell it, that anointing comes back on you. And the Bible says the testimony of Jesus testifying to what he did for us is the spirit of prophecy. Well, the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 14, you may all prophesy one by one that all may learn and all may be encouraged. But in the gift of prophecy, one of those manifestations we just read about in 1 Corinthians 12, they, they, there's different levels mm-hmm. and different diversities of operations of that. But prophecy is inspired utterance. So you yes. will find yourself getting inspired to share and testify to what Jesus did mm-hmm. for you. And in that sense, you're, you're prophesying, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't mean you're a prophet because... Uh, just because we prophesy doesn't mean that we're called to be a prophet or a prophetess, okay? It just means that there's uh, an anointing, an inspired utterance that's flowing through us. Yes. And this, of course, is very individual because we're testifying about what Jesus did for us, okay? Amen. All right. So when we look here, it says to covet earnestly the best gifts. Well, the, what's the best ones? The ones needed for the moment, right? But to covet them means you desire them. So when, when we come together, and remember, the gifts, they're manifestations. Mm-hmm. So we don't possess the gift as That's far right. as, like, I can turn it on and turn it off mm-hmm. uh, whenever I want. You can't do that, all right? Mm-hmm. Even though you may flow in that in a regular basis uh, in a certain way, and God use you a certain way to mm-hmm. his glory, we can't just turn it on and turn it off. That's Nobody right. can. That's right. We don't have the gift but we have the manifestation divided to us as God wills. Mm -hmm. Now, what puts us in a position, praying in the spirit, but also too learning how to yield with the particular way that the Holy Spirit uses us, but always knowing that it's it's God flowing through us, okay? But now he says, I show you a more excellent way. Well, what is the excellent way? What is the greatest way to, as a member of the body of Christ, because we've been born again, not because we just go to a certain church, but because we've been born again by the spirit of the living God. What's the best way to flow in these manifestations? Well, he tells us here in chapter 13, bingo. Mm-hmm. Yes. We, we, and we've looked at this the last few weeks, if you've been with us, because <laughs> you find out here that he said, Paul said there, he said, starting off in verse one, and we could read all through that section again, mm-hmm. verses one, two, and three. And he talked about, I can have all these different things, but if I don't have charity, which is love and action, then I'm a tinkling cymbal, a sounding brass. And uh, it's, 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 it's really all for naught because doing it, operating the manifestations of the spirit because we love people, yes, because we want to help people. Because if you notice at different times in the gospels, it says specifically that the Lord Jesus Christ he was moved with compassion. Mm-hmm. When you see a mankind hurting, when you see other people hurting, 
and you're just like, man, I want to fix it. Lord, I want to help them. Mm -hmm. That is the best conduit way to help people and be yes. the, the best, cleanest mm -hmm. uh, vessel to, that God can use. Because you move by compassion. You're, you move by compassion. With love. Which mm -hmm. is mercy, the mercy mm -hmm. of God. You love people. And God loves people mm -hmm. because God is love. And that's mm -hmm. why these manifestations flowing through us, yes. when we want the best for people, that's the, the highest way that we can operate and flow in these these manifestations. Well, and you think about when Jesus, when he was moved with compassion, he healed the sick. So there's a, there's a subsequent there's a there's a subsequent action that follows uh, mm -hmm. the love of Christ. There's always an action that follows that. Mm -hmm. That you know uh, you you long for someone. You when you see somebody in need, you want to go help them, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, you see your brother, your sister in need. You're moved with compassion. So then mm -hmm. before you follow that with an action of, I want to help them, whether they need a coat, they need, maybe they need some money, maybe they need some help paying their bills, maybe, maybe they need some food. Mm -hmm. And so that's what's so beautiful about it. It's very spiritual. I think a lot of people don't realize how spiritual that is because when Jesus was moved with compassion, when he saw the sick, he saw the needy, mm -hmm. he was moved. He wanted right. to help them, the compassion of God. So it's mm -hmm. a very spiritual thing that takes place in our life when we when we experience that and we go ahead and follow through with something as the right. Lord leads us. Amen. And you see there, so there's natural things we do in the natural, but the yes. manifestations of the spirit, they're spiritual. Yes. Okay. So Paul reiterates those things there as we just read. Then again, as we've read before there in verses four uh, through seven, it talks about how charity suffers long, right? And is kind. And we looked at this already. But as you as you notice, as you read on, uh, Paul talked about, he goes to verse 11. He says, when I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child and I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things, right? Mm -hmm. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know even all, as also I am known. And now abideth faith, hope, and charity, these three but the greatest of these is charity. Again, charity is love and action. So he ends up here, he talks about the growth process and in, in, in understanding, and this is all in context of, because this is not written in chapter and verses, mm -hmm. chapter 12, the manifestations of the spirit, not being ignorant of their existence and proper use. But then he flows right into chapter 13. And then 14, he, he goes on, to say in verse one, follow after charity and desired spiritual gifts, but rather that you may prophesy. Mm -hmm. And he talks about prophecy and uh, tongues and interpretation, uh, more so there in chapter 14. But here's the point in all of this, chapters 12, 13, and 14 to the church at Corinth, which is apropos for us today, is that as we grow in the things of God, we realize that we just we don't want to just see the power of God in the manifestations of the spirit, but we want to make sure that we do our utmost to reveal who God is by loving people and by serving people mm -hmm. and having a humble attitude and heart and coveting them for not just the betterment and the self-glorification of ourselves, no, no, but for the glorification of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's right. And when we have our motives right and we want it for the right reasons, then we are the greatest in the greatest position to be able to flow 
-hmm. with the anointing of God in our lives mm -hmm. and to flow and glorify the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And that's what we're all shooting for, aren't we? Yes. Well, don't we want more of God in our yes. midst and people just to see us and say, you know what? There's something about them. They're just nice people. They are, you know, they have integrity about them. They love people. They're helpful people. They're kind. They're considerate. And on down the list. But not to glorify ourselves, but what we're doing is we're reflecting who Jesus is. Yes. And now when you put the icing on the top, so to speak, of the manifestations of the Spirit. And helping people. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. Jesus mm -hmm. is glorified. And, and humanity, we're edified. And we're edified mm -hmm. and people are blessed. Amen. You may be out there today and you say, as you're talking, uh, I, I can't say for sure that I know the Lord Jesus Christ. I do not know him and know for sure that if I was to die tonight, I'd go to heaven. There's a real heaven to gain and a real heaven, uh, hell to shun. Mm -hmm. And if you're out there today, maybe you were raised in church, water baptized, people prayed over you and you were baptized as an infant. All of those things, they don't bring about salvation in and of themselves. That's right. Some of those things, they're fruits of salvation, but, but they don't uh, cause us to be saved. We must receive the Lord Jesus Christ mm -hmm. as our own personal Savior. We must believe the Holy Scriptures, that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no man comes to the Father but through him. But if you're out there and you're ready today to say, you know, I want to turn a chapter in my life. I'm ready for change. I'm ready for a supernatural, God-filled change in my life because I've never accepted Jesus. He's been tugging on my heart, but today I want to yield to him. If you're out there today, this is the first step mm -hmm. of the rest of your life yes. because it's just the beginning and not the end. Mm -hmm. If you're out there and you want to pray and receive Jesus, why don't you bow your head wherever you're at Get on your knees if you can and pray this out of your heart, all right? Mm -hmm. And repeat after me, not because I'm causing you to say words your mouth is just mouthing, mm -hmm. but with heartfelt conviction, yes, let your heart agree. you believe it and you want to receive Jesus, yes, all right? Yeah. The Bible says if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we shall mm -hmm. be saved. Amen. So do you want to pray? Father God, Father we come, God, we come to you. We come to you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And I ask. And I ask the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ to come into my heart. To come into my heart. I receive Him today. I receive Him today as my own personal Savior. As my own personal Savior. I don't trust in myself. I don't trust in myself. I don't trust in anything. I don't trust in anything except what Your Word declares. Besides what Your Word declares about who Jesus is about who Jesus is. Your word says, Your word says, if I confess with my mouth, that if I confess with my mouth, the Lord Jesus, the Lord Jesus, and believe in my heart, and believe in my heart, that God has raised him from the dead. That God has raised him from the dead. I shall be saved. I shall be saved. And so I come to you, Father God. And so I come to you, Father God, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And I say today, and I say today that I repent that I repent. I want to turn from my ways. I want to turn from my ways so that I can walk with you. So that I can walk with you. Walk with my savior. Walk with my savior. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. And I want to thank you Jesus. And I want to thank you Jesus for washing me in your blood. For washing me in your blood. And cleansing me. And cleansing me. And creating me anew. And creating me anew. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I pray. I pray. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. If you did pray that prayer, I want you to contact us. You can see our website address at the bottom of the screen, and you can send us an email. We'd like to send you some free materials to get you started on your newfound walk with the Lord. Mm -hmm. And again, as I said a moment ago, this is just the first step. Yes. Uh, you need to uh, become a uh, part of a local fellowship, a local mm -hmm. church, and uh, and be discipled and mentored mm -hmm. and and grow in the things of God. Mm -hmm. Have your own Bible yes. and begin to grow from the knowledge you mm -hmm. receive from the Word of God. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we'd like to help you in that any way possible. If you're in the Portland metro area and you don't have a good local church that you already attend that believes in the Word of God, uh, we invite you to come to Abundant Life Family Church in Tualatin. Uh, we meet on Sundays at 10 a.m., and you can look up all the pertinent information to our church there on the website, all right? But uh, we're going to leave off today, and uh, we're going to pick up here with the help of the Lord next time. But as we close out here, we want to pray for you. Mm -hmm. And no matter where you're at, remember this, uh, brothers and sisters, that, that God has you on assignment here That's right. in this world. That's and right. he wants to use you to, your, to his glory and so as we close off today, let's have a word of prayer uh, over you. And yes. uh, let's believe God mm -hmm. that in these days ahead, the Lord's going to make himself more real to you mm -hmm. and uh, use you more and more to his glory to bring in the harvest. All right. Amen. Father God, as we pray for these dear ones today, Father God, we thank you for the opportunity that we have to lift up the name of Jesus. And that Father, as we go forth from here today, we thank you for a fresh touch of your yes, Holy Lord Spirit Jesus. upon every person listening today. Yes, and that, Lord Father Jesus. God, you'll take them to a new level in the faith life. And that, Father, you will use every person more and more mm -hmm. in these manifestations to your glory. And that, Lord God, Jesus will be glorified. He'll be lifted up. And all men that are around our lives will know that Jesus is alive today mm -hmm. and cares about them. We thank you for every need met in every person's life yes. in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, till next time, keep your eyes on the Lord Jesus. Keep praying, seeking God, and being a witness and a light for the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. We love you and God bless you. God bless you.